61 degrees in Kalamazoo at WKZO. A good Saturday morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden Center, right there at the corner of Millam and 12th Streets. And of course, we'll take your comments and questions, 382-4280-1877-382-4280. Joining us in the studio is... Andy Waddell. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Hey, it's a little nippy, but going to be nice today. It's going to be a nice yeah, day. Yeah, nice. Yay. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think tomorrow's still uh, holding off on the rains. And right. We, yep. we kind of need we the rains. We kind of need it, though, a, yeah. a little bit. It's a little dry, so, you know, I'm trying to be an optimist at the same time. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just... Uh, Wanted to say good morning to everybody, and maybe Tim, we could have uh, the callers give us a call at 382 4280. Yep. And 1877382 4280. Also, you could text that comment or question 80373. You bet. So, good morning, everybody, and welcome. And I'll say uh, welcome to a beautiful fall day in Michigan. Welcome to another edition of Over the Garden Fence. You know what? Um, Tim, I'm going to ask you, aren't we kind of fortunate as Michiganers to even have an opportunity of a fall color tour? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I can't imagine doing a fall color tour in Florida. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I, I, I know people, you know, from Michigan go there, but do palm trees turn fall colors? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, fig trees, I know, probably just turn yellow and drop. So um, ficus, ficus plant. So, you know what? We love fall at Waddell's. It's our favorite time of year. Fall mums, asters, cabbage, kale, fuchsia apples mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pumpkins gourds squash and corn stalks and many more of the things that we love to uh we love a party at waddell's it's sometimes yep. a party all the time at waddell's you know <laughs> um so uh we uh, we thought maybe we could maybe uh still have a great fall day at waddell's at our store with all the social distancing things that we are trying to abide to and make sure that we're trying to follow, I'd still like to invite you over today with a with a kid or a grandkid or maybe yourself to a little fun day at Waddell's. Maybe it's the day you need to buy a tree anyways. Maybe you planned on coming over to look at those hydrangeas or to get some fall fertilizer. The event is called Explore, Educate, and Create. If I get a, um, it gets a chance for everybody to get out of the house and get out and still be safe at the same time. So get in the car and get out to Waddell's. It starts today at 10, goes till three o'clock. And um, we're trying to monitor the crowd. So for the safety at the front door, making it safe for everybody coming in, sterilize carts for each family. I'm just going through some of the ideas that we're making sure we're thinking about you too at the same time. Come on in. The kids are very nominal charge of only two dollars, and you get your guidebook. And uh, Tim, I brought you a guidebook. Oh, today. you did. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So it's got a um, uh, one of our uh, key marketing persons who has worked very hard on it, Terry Schwartz, and Jennifer has uh, worked hard on this to maybe get you a little fun tour. You need to maybe start uh, with a little fishing down at the fishing hole. <laughs> Try your hand at uh, cornhole 
Um, I usually get burned every time. My uh-huh. older boys can uh, usually put them right through the hole. Caleb's really good at uh, tossing it right through there. He used to play baseball all the time, you know, uh, so football. <laughs> um, try your hand at putt-putt golf, which I'm not the world's best <laughs> at either, but, you know, um, with golf, Tim, you need a cart. Come right, on. You right. know? <laughs> and by the way, stop and see our friends at SPCA and meet the dog and cat um, that you might and want to adopt. There's a balloon toss, leaf stenciling, and yes, oh boy, I do love them, the farm animals, miniature horses, goats, which would, um, you know, nibble on your hand or eat your hat, Sure. Um, baby ducks and geese, and uh, not only to come look at them, though, this time, Tim, but we're trying to educate about the care and the love of animals. So at the end of your tour, there's still pumpkin decorating that you can take with you. Um, maybe today, I talked about earlier, might be the day you were thinking about getting something done in the yard. Maybe there's a color tour that is at Waddell's that you need to do. Maybe sometimes going around town and just making sure that you might look at some of the plants that you say, oh my, because there is a tree, Tim, that I drive by that I think is stunning. I want to pull a leaf off and see which maple that is. Mm. Sometimes it is good to see that um, that color is starting to show up. The next few weeks, the colors will start changing. Yellows and greens, reds and oranges, they'll all start coming on, but not all trees produce the same color. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. you can buy a silver maple and get a great price and you'd be disappointed. Uh. Uh, silver maple turn a yellowish brown and drop. <laughs> <laughs> Crimson King has no real fall color. Now in accents, it does have burgundy spring, yep. burgundy summer, burgundy early fall, but come late fall, most of the crimson varieties kind of just drop. Sure. Compared to a Japanese maple, you got a good spot. A lot of Japanese maples, yes, they are crimson, but they provide a good focal point up by the house, a protected area, and a lot of them turn intense fall colors. We carry hybrid varieties of maples, and yes, we're trying to get improved varieties. Years ago, I would always drive by with my parents around this swamp on the way to Waddell's and say, these trees are turning color in July. A lot of them were just swamp red maple so those red maples is where things have gotten um hybridized over the years j frank schmidt a large nursery out in oregon is some of the folks that introduce things like the original red sunset maple off those varieties red sunset over the years things have broke off so just to name just a few maples alone autumn blaze burgundy bell Armstrong, Matador, up-and-coming Sun Valley, and believe it or not, one of my favorite, and I know George's favorite, was October Glory. Those all have different varieties and uses in our um, in our swamp maple or our wet category or acerubrum family. We also have sugar maples. Um, Tim, sugar maple used to be the tree that... Um, You'd go by a a field that's all been cleared, and out in the middle 
was one maple they would leave. Mm -hmm. And that maple, I've been told, used to be where the horses would get parked during the day as they did the fields. Uh, And so now maybe that is where that tractor or that guy takes a little breather and leaving that maple. Um, Unfortunately, with the big irrigators, a lot of those maples have been brought down. Mm -hmm. But sugar maple was a slow grower. It just didn't want to push out a lot of fast growth. So that's, that's why we carry something like Fall Fiesta. Fall Fiesta is a fast grower, consistent fall color with oranges, reds, and yellows all on the same plant and provides quick growth and gets uh, um, somebody in the neighborhood a nice tree that's pretty quick and still gets a nice hardwood, nice. something that you're not worried about falling over on your house. Um. So I want to go, that's just one thing, maybe now outside, we, um, we're going to check out our, um, our garden the other night. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm wanting to say too, by the way, uh, happy anniversary to my wife today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. Congratulations. So, yeah. So we're, um, I'm trying to be her bouncer, um, the other night and we're going out to the garden to make sure all rodents, pests, uh, um, and certain, uh, varmints they're long and right. slithery and uh, usually lo- most ladies don't like them curling around their feet and so sure. we're out there picking tomatoes cucumbers and um, got a nice armful and it's it's almost dark tim and um <laughs> i'm commenting on the bats and just they're flying around and it's a warm night so they're sure. they're picking out mosquitoes and doing what I, they do doing what they do and I, I'm just commenting, going, oh, you know, they're look at the bats. And all of a sudden, she's only a few feet behind me, leads out this blood-curdling scream. And I thought, Tim, one of the bats had gotten too close. But um, right on our <clears throat> porch or wanting to go up the steps was a uh, Michigan uh, milk snake. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. So... Uh, if you all are aware, now I had to uh, look at the DNR website, and they're supposed to be a friend of your home. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but this, uh, I've taken pictures of it, was longer than my, my shovel handle. So she was a good, hearty three and a half feet plus, and uh, she wanted to go back in her home <laughs> underneath the, the house, and I didn't, I or him, I didn't want to let her. Well, then I realized, really, um, what she was yelling at was definitely not, a, not the not bats. The bat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming to an item we call we have an item called snake away that i bought yesterday oh. <laughs> and ashley tim we have a water feature and what my point being if you have varmints like that and there's a uh, uh, one customer in gobles that said uh, I, I have a very bad problem and we on a landscape job we we ended up using an item called snake away hmm. And it sounds funny, but this time of year is when the rodents start saying, brr, starting to get cold. Right. I want to find home. I want to find hibernation. And I know uh, we can take a break in a second, but we'll uh, maybe talk about some of those rodents and what to do about them. And then uh, maybe in a few minutes, we can go back to our little event. And we got um, event uh, coordinator, Jennifer, that's going to give us a call. Okay, and we also have a text coming in. We'll get to that as well. And if you have a comment or question for Andy this morning, 382-4280-1877-382-4280, or you could text that comment or question to 80373. Over the Garden Fence on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. 
Waddell's, your all-season garden center, has everything you need to decorate your home for the autumn season. Waddell's has a great selection of pumpkins, fall flowering plants, corn stalks, fall berries, silk decorated foliage, wreaths, and more. And of course, you'll want some mum plants with flowers in sunny yellow, eye-catching white, rosy red, and fall bronze colors that will look great in gardens and patio containers. Check out Waddell's selection of heirloom pumpkins, mini pumpkins, and carving pumpkins. Your autumn wouldn't be complete without corn stalks and bales of straw. Be sure to check out Waddell's fall berries and wreaths for indoor and outdoor decorating. There's even gourds and fall ribbons to add the finishing touch to your autumn displays. A great choice for fall planting are sedum plants. Perennial sedums come your choice of over a dozen varieties. It's also the best time to put in ornamental grasses. There are more than 25 different varieties of ornamental perennial grasses that you'll be able to enjoy for years to come. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Milliman 12th Street. WKZO as we continue with this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence. 382-4280-1877-382-4280 for this comments and questions. Also text to 80373. Once again, your host, Andy Waddell. Yeah, thank you, everybody. And uh, Tim, you had a, a question from a texter? That we did. And again, if you do have a comment or question, uh, text-wise, 80373 is now a good time to cut back iris. Ah, then you know what? That is a good question because uh, iris, everybody, along with some of the early spring perennials, now is the time. Get some of the, the foliage that's turning brown you know that energy is going back into the plant. So when that energy starts fading and withering, now is an okay time. Trim that back and actually an iris. I like to cut those back to probably about four or five inches um, tall and cut the rest of the plant right down. Um, you'll encourage the mother plant to grow and put them to sleep with a little bone meal at the same time, and that's what iris like to do. If iris are at a spot where, ah, Tim, maybe they're gotten old, now is the time to split them also. You can split them, lift them, reset them with sand and bone meal, making sure we talked about iris a couple weeks ago, everybody. Um, set them half in the ground and half out of the ground so those roots are below ground and just a little top of the rhizome is showing when you're replanting, and that's what iris like to do. Sometimes they get punky, and they get iris bore in them. And so iris bore, if you don't want to do that, can be uh, controlled with 38 plus with a with a soil drench. So um, good question. So thank you. And we still have iris um, in pot form, but mostly we have bare root iris that are sold right on our sales floor along with our uh, bulbs in our bulb section. So um, I know there's a few people that said, you know, that, that snake, boy, I would have taken him, you know, right. and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my assistant man and nurse manager would have loved it you know but you know sometimes yes they're good around barns but you know usually when there's one there's usually more more yeah. you know same with the mice same with the rodents maybe now is the time they're going to be finding spots and maybe you need to work um around the house and sealing things up holes and areas where you might find in the basement where need to be cleaned up and um, refilled. And I'm not saying to fill a hole with just insulation foam, but maybe taking, uh, uh, I think Greg has told me from around the home, taking uh, steel wool or mm -hmm. um, tin foil and crumpling it up in the hole first and then putting your insulation. That way, if there's a rodent, they're not going to maybe bite through some of that metal screen. Right. So, uh, 
um, snap traps or have a heart traps will tell you right away if there's rodents in the house. I'm sorry, rodents trying to get in the house. Um, I also have a, it's not a rodent, Tim, but it's called the, um, the famous marmorated stink bug. Oh, yes. And where they come from, I'm not quite <sighs> sure. But gee whiz. I've been seeing a lot of them uh-huh. lately. Yep. And uh, they'll show up when you least expect it. And they really don't necessarily attack you. But um, home pest control can be sprayed around the base of the, uh, of the house. Uh, so we have to invest in some of that. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. Again, comments and questions, 382-4280-1877-382-4280. Let's head to the phone, if that's okay with mm-hmm. you, Andy, and join up with Ann. Good morning, Ann. You're on WKZO. Good morning, Ann. How are you? I am fine. Thank you, Andy. How uh, could... My question is, I have some knockout roses that I would like to transplant to a different area of my yard. When do I do that, and what do I really need to know when I do that? Yep. So... There is about 99% of Michigan we like to transplant in the fall. There's about three items we don't, and roses are one. The reason it is, Anne, is roses are a green-wooded plant, and they don't re-root very well in the fall. And if I ask you to lift them up now, you might not get enough roots for that plant to overwinter well. So um, you can cut them back um, coming up in the next month, cut them back pretty hard. Get them back to a spot where they're, because knockouts get really large, don't they? Yes. Yes. And I think a lot of people did not know how big, or myself, how big a knockout rose can get. But it's very pretty, but they can be overtaking after a while. Um, Cut them back maybe to that 24 to even 18-inch mark um, this fall, and then lift them out in the springtime. And when they're lifted, I would actually take the six best canes and remove everything else the idea is you want to produce root growth on a green wooded plant and the the idea is to push out fast growth or they don't catch we we pot up about many thousands of roses at our farm in the spring and i watch my cousin just almost butcher that rose and i just wonder when he's planting that in the pots why he's taking so much off but the idea is Putting out root growth on a green wooded plant, which roses are, needs to be done. Um, compost, peat moss, they would hold in moisture. Composted cow manure would be good first year fertilizer. And then use some mycorrhiza or the beneficial mics that would stimulate the root growth, setting it back down in the ground. Think of where the, the foliage is right now, and that's probably where you're going to start digging. And take a spade, not a shovel, and kind of turn it backwards and cut towards your feet instead of jamming the shovel and trying to break those roots. Um, Kind of get down on your hands and knees, and if you get a big root, go ahead and prune it off instead of taking the shovel and chopping it off. And that way you get a nice root ball when you're moving it in the spring. Okay. So Thank you. I wish you could do it in the fall. I, I know if you just buried them, say you were moving and you wanted to take it with them, it, it is doable, but you'd really, really want to make sure to, uh, um, there's some extra TLC, but if you have the opportunity to do it in the spring, they do the best. Okay. Thank you so much, Andy. All right, and have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Thank you very much for the call. And, of course, if you have a comment or question, 382 4280 
382-4280. We'll take a, a quick break, get you updated on the latest headlines, and we'll be right back with more with Andy and your comments and questions over the garden fence on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. Did you know the best time of year to improve your lawn is now? The lawn experts at Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center are always happy to help you choose the right seed and products to get the healthy green lawn you're looking for. Just bring in your soil samples and pictures to show Waddell's Lawn Pros for a prescription for success. This week, get Waddell's four exclusive grass seed blends on sale. City Mix Blend that's created for high traffic areas is just $5.98 per pound. Cal Missouri's favorite grass seed blend for shady areas, Waddell's Deluxe Shady, is now $4.98 a pound. Have an area that won't get much water? Put in Waddell's Jaguar grass seed that gives you nice-looking deep green grass but takes very little maintenance. Jaguar is on sale for just $3.58 a pound. Larger sizes of all of these exclusive grass seed blends are on sale this week, too. To put on your seed to assure better germination, be sure to put on Fertilome Lawn Seed Starter Fertilizer, which comes in four convenient sizes. An easy way to help retain moisture for your new seed is Easy Straw. Easy Straw has tack to make it stick in place better and is also on sale this week. Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Waddell's knows the importance of family as well as the desire to get out and play. And so they're making a safe, clean outdoor experience to enjoy some family fun time. Kids Days at the Garden Center has started and will run today from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and will continue for three weekends in a row. Admission is only $2 per child per event and can be purchased online at shopwoodells.com or in-store the day of the event. They'll be learning experiences galore. See and learn about goats and their milk. Check out the game area. Kids will get to fish, putt-putt, and even toss a water balloon for prizes. Learn more about animals and their care when you visit the mini pony, mini donkey, and rabbits. Kids can then decorate a mini pumpkin to take home. Woodell's also has fresh apples from a local orchard. You can also get your pumpkins, gourds, mumps, corn shocks, and more for fall decorating. And since fall is for planting, now's the time to get spring blooming bulbs, grass seed, shrubs, trees, evergreens, and much more. See Woodells.com for details and to buy tickets and join the fun today from 10 to 3. The event will also be going through October 10th at Woodells Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO, 61 degrees in Kalamazoo as we continue with this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence. Comments and questions for Andy at 382-4280-1877-382-4280. Once again, your host, Andy Waddell. Hey, thank you, everybody. And um, I uh, appreciate everybody listening. And things like the iris and the roses, those are important things to do and know as far as uh, transplanting. Like Ann, so much sure. transplanting can be done. But uh, I'd like to see if we could maybe go out to Waddell's for a second okay. and uh, maybe see... Uh, if we could talk to Jennifer this morning. Uh, so yeah, I think we got her on the line right now. Good morning, Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Good morning, Andy. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. What's happening at Waddell's today? We're getting pretty excited. Right now, they're loading in the goats. we got a little new donkey. we got um, all kinds of great animals. The kids are already kind of checking them out. Um, we have lots of games and, and uh, fun happening. It's going to be 84 degrees today, so we're hoping for a great turnout. Nice, nice. I heard uh, maybe I could challenge you later, Jennifer, for a, a little uh, cornhole or putt-putt golf <laughs> there, you know? <laughs> Absolutely, but I'll warn you, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, I yeah. think this year we um, maybe mix things up a little and not necessarily petting zoo but i heard there's actually like 
animal and plant education. There actually is a little um, uh, reward with this uh, schooling or education, am I correct? Yeah, we tried to do a lot of things this, this year a little bit differently with COVID. So um, we set it up with some great social distancing to uh, protect the kids and families. And um, um, for the next three weekends, we have all kinds of events, learning events. Um, for the kids, they each get a little booklet, and uh, for $2, they get to come in and spend their own quality time with their family um, at each of the seven little stations um, and kind of follow along in their book and, and learn some interesting stuff along the way, and that's kind of what we like to do here at Waddell's. Nice. And then um, we also have some friends there uh, today. I heard the uh, SPCA um, is is uh, at Waddell's today. Yay, thank you for coming. Yay. And uh, Jennifer, can you tell me a little about that and uh, what what uh, some of their uh, results yesterday even? Well, um, yesterday they brought four dogs in, and um, it was so much fun. And all uh, we had two out of the four that got adopted yesterday. Oh, nice. So we'll I know, I was really, really happy for the puppies. And um, today we'll have some, some more for everyone to look at. And uh, we really like helping out SPCA because they're uh, helping out the animals out there. That's right. That's right. And I think uh, uh, if you stop in, a lot of these... Um People are animal lovers, and so uh, oh, just yeah. just like our our animals, Laura Rankin, who is a great employee mm-hmm. and friend, has um, um, donated a lot of her animals over the years. Am I right, Jennifer? And uh, is kind of trying to head that up with some of her friends. So they're people that really care, whether it be your dog or your cat, or maybe learning learning about those chickens or the goats or something like that too. So. Um, Thank you for. Uh, that's right. That's right, Jennifer. Thank you for uh, stopping in with us this morning. And Jennifer, how late does it go? And I've heard uh, it's not just today, right? Right. Um, today it is ten to three. It's going to be eighty-four. Everybody should be here today. And then next weekend, we're only talking mid fifties. So if you want to come out uh, next weekend, it's going to be cold. But uh, rain or shine, we're doing this outside, and um, it's under the pavilion. So. Um, the next three weekends, up to October 10th. So nice. we hope you make it out. Nice. Thank you, Jennifer. Have a great day, and thank you for uh, stopping in at WKZO. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Thank you very much. And, of course, we do have a couple of calls coming in, so we'll uh, hang on tight here and get those uh, set up. And, of course, joining us in the studio this morning, their host of Over the Garden Fence, Andy Woodell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounded like Jennifer was from a plane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I heard it was going to be a little windy today. So, yep, yep. So, you know what? And um, I'm a, uh, I'm a plant lover and a animal lover at the same time. So it's kind of nice to have a combination of both right there. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, let's take a call. Absolutely. So, okay, let's go back to the phone. Say good morning to Ann. You're on WKZO. Hey, good morning. How can I help? Uh, this is my second question, Andy. I forgot the first one. Oh, Ann, um, awesome. <laughs> uh, I also want to move some rhubarb plants. Uh, when do I do that? Oh, per- and what do I need to know? You bet. Perfect timing for rhubarb. Rhubarb is already uh, withered back down. So, A, if you have let it flower, cut the big flower stalk right off. All the old leaves that are withered back, you might even see and new shoots of rhubarb starting to come out. Go ahead and lift the entire thing up. If you want to keep a chunk there or split them up and put them in a row, go ahead and leave one or two eyes per plant 
or two or three, depends on how big your clump is. I have a very large clump at home. I'm, I'm ready to share real soon, Ann. And set it back down with um, good drainage. I would say um, they do not care for compost cow manure around the plant that's one plant that bone um that uh um rhubarb just doesn't care for it gets botrytis blight from that and so fresh manure they really say avoid compost peat moss when you're setting down in and set it again just almost like you're planting a perennial that rhubarb is real near the um the surface but and you'll be surprised there is a real strong root um very very tuberous and very woody that uh, you'll be lifting up when you do that rhubarb. So don't worry when you're slicing it; it will uh, it will regrow. Okay, so okay. much like a hosta. A uh, lot like a hosta. Yep, okay. it would it's not hurt when you're replanting too. Um, maybe in another month, not right now, but even mulching it for the winter. If we get a real, real deep freeze and thaw, freeze and thaw, a little mulch or straw would be nice over it for the winter time. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You Andy. bet. You be- you Bye. got some projects to do. I do. Well, I always have questions. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Ann. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you very much for the call. And uh, let's uh, switch lines. Say good morning to Bob. You're on WKZO. Hey, Bob. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Hey, hey. good to hear from you. Thank you. I planted a Jet Star apple tree a year ago. The gr- rabbits girdled it last winter. Oh, a new, a new uh, fucker came up from the root. Is that going to produce apple trees? It will, but it won't produce Jetstar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bob, what's happening is, uh, you know, the, probably the, the base of the plant got uh, girdled, and then that didn't come back. But the right. root structure probably is not worthy of, um, you go ahead and give it a shot. But usually those roots are meant for root structure on an apple. Almost every apple is grafted now. There's really not one tree that's all from roots to top all the same. So when those, just like roses, every gra- almost all the hybrid teas and Floribunda roses are all grafted, and if they die, their sucker sprouts come out, and they won't be the same thing. Now, for forage for deer or for other rodents, you could leave that one open, and um, just remember... Um, cone your tree trunks bob with chicken wire around them or a tree wrap that will surely help with uh the balance of those those rabbits this year good there, idea Andy. there's spray too bob but there's also say on one two and three year you're not quite gonna be ready to eat the apple say if you replant bob there is a tablet that a lot of orchards are using and it is a repellent tablet you put it in the ground. You cannot eat the fruit that season, but as the plant grows, the tablet dissolves and makes the plant repellent to deer, rabbits, rodents, things like that for one season. Gotcha. So, so um, go ahead and give it a shot, but chances are that is not an apple you are going to like as that grows older. Most More, more than likely won't produce much of an apple. Probably will because it's an apple family, but um, I might yank it out and start over. Okay, I appreciate the uh, information. Good talking to you, Andy. Oh, Bob, good luck. Have a good day. Thank you, you too. Bye-bye. All right, thank you very much for the call, Bob. And we just have a couple moments left before we have to uh, 
call it a day today. Yeah. Um, so we're, we, this morning there was a little chill on the toes this morning. Not uh-huh. much, not much. But you know those rabbits and other things are going to be finding their way into your apple orchard very soon. Or peach, mm-hmm. pear, plum, nectarine, apricot, <laughs> name it, you guys. Make sure that you wrap them this fall. Um, I've seen where my dad would cone the trunks of them with chicken wire just going around it and then staple the little cone of chicken wire right to the ground with some weed barrier stakes okay. so that way the little mice can't get underneath. I've seen where uh, um, bigger trees, uh, we were at a um, large corporation this week doing estimation, Tim, and all the Norway spruce were just mowed, just just chopped off at the six or seven foot level. Oh. The deer had just decimated the base of them. You might want to take a look at the deer proof list. If you're if you're planting for wildlife, your your neighbor is maybe you're not, you know, <laughs> maybe think about um, you know planting and and taking care of the things at the right time. There's deer stop, and they that would also take care of uh, those nibbling uh, varmints as they come across. Sure. You know, um, if you take care of it now, they're habitual. They start realizing they don't like that plant. They'll move on and and they'll go into your neighbor's yard. All right. So yeah. or, or back in the woods. I'm not trying to say. Right. <laughs> Everybody, they'll come over to Tim's Tim's yard. So hey, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to uh, cut it here for this week, but we'll do this wow. again next. Thanks Saturday for week. all the calls, everybody, and uh, we'll see you down at the store. All right. Thank you very much, Andy, and thank you for tuning in this morning's edition of. Over the Garden Fence each and every Saturday morning in the 9 o'clock hour during the growing season, of course. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden Center right there at the corner of Millam and 12.